This episode is brought to you by the Arvada Center because they're kicking off their summer concert series in June. Relax under the stars at the Arvada Center's outdoor amphitheater and take in acts like Melissa Etheridge, Big Richard, Tower of Power, Preservation Hall Jazz Band, The Spin Doctors, and so much more. Concerts are scheduled for June through September. You can find a whole schedule of events and get your tickets today at arvadacenter.org. That's arvadacenter.org. Today on CityCast Denver, every day, people across this city tell their own story about what Denver is all about. Together, their stories and reels and tile posts and TikToks capture the vibe, the moment, the essence of where we've been, and more importantly, where we're going. So what is the story being told about our city today? Our producer slash resident poster, Olivia Jewel Love, joins me to swap some wrecks with Amanda Bittner, the person behind one of Denver's fastest growing Instagram accounts. Today is Wednesday, August 16th. I'm Paul Caroli, in for Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. Amanda Bittner, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And Olivia Jewel Love, our other producer and resident poster, is here as well. <laughs> Olivia, hey. Hey, Paul. Um, so we're going to talk about a, a really interesting topic to me that I think people too often trivialize, but I want to just take a second here and recognize that this is actually really important. And that is Instagram because, <laughs> we, we, you know, we talk about on the show a lot about this wave of young people who came here. These are people like me came here in the last 10, 15 years because there was this really awesome vision of Denver out there on Instagram. This idea of a city of street art and sunshine and pizza places and shipping containers and good vibes. And that, that vision was on Instagram. That's why that happened. So Amanda, it's 2023 now. Do you think that vision of Denver is still motivating people or is there some new Denver forming on there? Well, that's kind of the lens that I choose to see Denver through. Yeah. And I kind of go about my day picking out beautiful spots and things to do from almost an Instagram lens. And that has stuck out to me before. And I continue to seek out those kinds of corners of the city that are literally picturesque and just really fun to share. Well, Olivia, I know uh, you two have agreed on some categories here and we got some recommendations we're going to make of places like that, cool spots where you all, listeners, maybe can go out there and tell your own stories of Denver, find your own cool spots. I, I can't wait to hear what you all have come up with. Um, so let's get into it. Let's start with our first category. This is the deceivingly cool spot. Yes. So I'll start because Amanda is the professional here. I am I'm in the amateur leagues, so I'll start just to warm you guys up. <laughs> Mine this one's a really this one's really out of left field, but I think this one's really a deceivingly cool spot. So I've taken a really good picture here before. The rooftop of the Irish Rover pub on oh, South Broadway. South Broadway. Oh, it is see. That now is that, now we're talking. This is mm -hmm. really random, but there is like a dark green they have dark green walls up there and the natural <laughs> light. I got a lovely photo of myself taken up there and it is just so nice and I cannot believe the lighting was so good and just the background was so nice. It just it is such a random place to get a good picture cuz you know, you've walked by it and you're like, okay, it's kind of 
the Irish Rover. Nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I took a fantastic photo up there and I think it's a great photo op opportunity if you're on the roof. Inside it is like mm. so dark. It is like dark. a cave. But if you're on the roof, yeah. Take some pics. You know, you can't go wrong with a rooftop, yeah. truly, anywhere. Yeah. If there's great. natural light up there, natty light, I mean, yeah, we love that's natty half light. the battle. So. <laughs> it was amazing. So that one, that one's deceiving, but don't knock it. Yeah, just go up there. I, I love that this is your deceivingly cool <laughs> pick because if there is a picture of me from the Irish Rover, it would not be flattering. <laughs> and if you have that picture, please delete it. <laughs> Amanda, what's your, what's your pick for the deceivingly cool spot? Well, if you've been there... You already know it's cool, but when I verbally talk about this place, people kind of give me a weird look because they're not sure about it. Mm-hmm. The Dairy Block. I take all of my out-of-town friends there, all my family there, and I tell people before we go, you know, it's an alleyway, and immediately I get a weird look, but I'm like, but wait, you know, it's been restored. It's kind of been made really cool. There's a ton of public art. There's fake flowers. There's a whole corner with fake flowers on the corner that you can take a picture and there's murals and they change out the art displays. There's like a mirror on the ceiling at one point and it's lit up at night. It looks different at night. There's a hidden bar with flowers on the floor that you can follow Mm. down to a basement. So I feel like it's got a ton to photograph. Oh my God, so many nooks and crannies nooks in there. Nooks and crannies, right. And if you're not familiar with the Dairy Block, this is um, Chef Frank Bonanno, who's who's the guy behind like Mizuna and uh, Great Dive Bar on 6th, Vesper Vesper Lounge. Um, but this is his, it's sort of like a food hall, like food kiosk place in the lobby of a hotel. Next to it, yeah. Near Union Station. Yeah, but the Dairy Block is the actual alley um, right. on the just outside of Milk Market. So okay. it's just cool to walk through. Every, every season I go... They're doing something different. They usually have a pop-up event on the weekends. Um, lots to photograph, lots to experience and and post. Sounds like our next photo for the CityCast Instagram. Uh-huh. Maybe. I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of good stuff on there after this episode. I think we're going to get a lot of inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> definitely um, are. All right. So next category is, uh, this is, we're sort of thinking about like a wholesome kind of vibe. If you want to tell a story about yourself and the city that uh, you're comfortable sending home to mom, like where's the place that you would go that shows off how cool and competent and together and, you know, not tripping over the stairs of the Capitol building you are. (laughs) Olivia, Amanda, who's, you want to start with this? Well, hey, at the Capitol building though, yes, there is an Instagram spot. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Tell me about it. There's a mile high step marker oh, of course, at yes. the Capitol building. I have totally taken a photo there, shameless. Mm-hmm. And they actually, okay, there's the text that says like one mile above sea level. Mm-hmm. Then there are two other stairs with golden <gasps> markers because they've measured at different years and different oh. decades and I guess the yeah, earth like, shifts so the mile changes. high point has changed. So there are three <laughs> points on the stairs that are exactly a mile high or were at one point in time and I think that's photo yeah, worthy. you can go flex on the flatlanders. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, okay. Yeah. Back to the pick I would send home to mom. Okay. I thought about the neon sign at the Ramble Hotel out on their garden terrace that says, wish you were here. And it's beautiful garden terrace. There's ferns, there's greenery, there are canopy lights. I love canopy lights draping at the top of your photo. And it's these red 
large neon letters that say wish you were here that's so cute and i think from a certain angle you might be able to see the city behind it but i'm not sure Mm -hmm. uh yeah and isn't that perfect for mom i pulled up some pics this is uh this is a good vibes location for sure that is perfect for mom i wish you were here mom sorry mom sorry mom i didn't come up with that one the artist's name Hmm. of the neon We'll put it in the show notes. Okay. We'll yeah. find it. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. It. Yeah. All right, that Olivia, tell well, us, where is, are you going for a wholesome pick? Mine is certainly not that good. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> my pick's not as good. But my mom used to be a photographer in a, a former life. We used to have a dark room <gasps> in our mm-hmm. basement. We love so. a creative mom. Yeah, so shout out to Viv. But <laughs> <laughs> I I want to send her a pic. Um, I was just like thinking about how cool this place is. I want to go to the plant garage in mm. i think it's in baker technically baker i yes. don't know it's like in that area and i want to take a nice pick with some greenery for her mm. you know she always loves a nicely composed pick with some greens some, some you know some life, light some nature. yeah so i'm gonna take a picture there for her and show her that you know my plant buying habit has not dwindled i'm still buying plants and And becoming a plant mom yeah and i'm still i'm still going to a place that i love that place because they have a punch card for plants so you go and like it's like you know when you get a cup of coffee but like each time you buy a plant so i'm like look it's like actually i'm gonna get something free for this terrible habit i have (laughs) so i i think it's very it's a personality pick for me so she'll know she'll know i haven't lost myself since i've moved here it's called the plant garage in the golden triangle yeah or down near baker it's by baker i don't know what the golden triangle is i'm transplant (laughs) it's it's the it's the triangle between spear and uh colfax and broadway that's like where the art museum is Mm -hmm. i don't know it's by torchies it's by torchies (laughs) all right well let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with two more fun categories All right, and we're back. Uh, let's get into our next one here. Uh, this is this is the one that I'm the most invested in because Instagram is a place where food trends are born. And I want to hear what the next trend is going to be. Like, this is a high stakes pick here. What's the pick most likely to launch the next food trend? The most Instagrammable restaurant in Denver. Okay, this one was a big struggle for me because I, I feel it. like... I've gone to some Instagrammable restaurants where the decor is Instagrammable, but the food wasn't that great. And vice versa. I've gone to places where the food is amazing and the decor and the interior isn't that great. Mm-hmm. So are we talking food or are we talking restaurant I like interiors? I feel like it's got to be... I think you need the perfect balance of both. Yeah, the, balance overall, balance. the overall winner. All right. Well, this restaurant for me... It's not glam. I wouldn't say it's like glamorous and super fancy. I like stopped in there on a spontaneous lunch break on a Saturday with a friend. We just popped in there and we had the time of our lives. Mm. We were so happy. It was such a fun vibe. The food was fun. Sushi Rama conveyor belt sushi. <gasps> it's I've been colorful. To go there. It's so colorful. It just feels like I don't know. You're in like the seventies in like some kind of fun, colorful TV show, and you get to pull the the sushi off of the conveyor belt. So I posted this. It got a ton of views. A lot of people were really excited about it. A lot of people were really worried about it with the food kind of circulating out in the open and not being refrigerated. But I recently learned that all of the plates have a sensor and there's a timer 
tied to the sensor. They're only allowed to circulate for a certain amount of time, and the belt automatically will kick off plates that have been there too long so that people aren't eating like old sushi. Sounds like a really smart system. I'm just thinking about Golden Corral. (laughs) Like... Haven't y'all ever been to the buffet? Great memories. Great times. Get over it. It's just cooking there under the heat lamp. It's fine. It's good for you. Bill's character. Yeah, it's it's good. So that's uh, that's Sushi Rama. There's two locations. I think you're talking about the one in Riverwood. I went to the one in Rhino. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It was really fun. It was a great time. That's so. So I'm a cheap date. You know, (laughs) I don't need filet mignon fancy. Fanciness. Yeah, we'll go Just to the, give me some conveyor belt sushi. I'll pull off a $2 plate and be thrilled. <laughs> That's very amazing. cool. Um, all right, Olivia, how about you? Well, this was a place I actually just went to for the first time and fell in love with it. It's the Botanical Bakery of Denver. <gasps> Great choice. Yes, it is gorgeous. So currently it's inside um, Birdsall, the uh, plant store, but they're actually moving very soon. They couldn't give me the deets yet. Um, oh, it's hmm. it's to be announced, but they're finalizing it. They've outgrown their location. Yeah, that's exciting. So they're they're moving to a new place, TBD, very soon though, um, and they're gonna be with the bakery and the little bookstore that's in there too. And so yeah, this place is so cute. the The decor is adorable. I mean, there's plants, there's flowers. Very There's cottage like core, as Paul would say. Pink velvet couches, <laughs> yes. I feel like. Yes. Just Very cute. Lovely vibe. Pink velvet. Ooh. Yeah. That would look nice against the green of yeah. the plant. Yeah, there were a lot of plants in there. It's so cute. And then the cookies, I mean, mo- almost all of them have like flowers and stuff, like real flowers in them and other botanical elements. Hmm. And delicious. Amazing. Where is this place again? Um, Right now, it's in Englewood. Okay. Off Broadway. Okay. Um, but Sounds like they're moving on up. Yeah, I, I think love it. they're getting their own space. So definitely keep an eye out for them. They've won a bunch of awards for their pastries. So they're going to get their own space. And it's amazing. So definitely check it out and take some pictures of your flower cookies because they are adorable and tasty. Nice. Great nice. choice. All right, here we are. Our final category. <laughs> the highest stakes of all. This category is the most Denver place. <laughs> Yes, that is very broad, but that's the challenge. Where would you go to take a pick if you want your friends in Stockholm or Sydney or Savannah to know you are in Denver, Colorado? There's nowhere else you could be. And I actually one- just, I think I just thought of one, so I might have, I, I'll go two. But you, <laughs> okay. you two should go first. I'm wondering if we all have the same one. Perhaps. Perhaps. No. You go first. I immediately thought of Red Rocks. Mm. Oh, I thought of that. That was that was on my list. I mean, I guess at this point, is it like overdone? It's not too secret, but it's just that's like peak Denver to me. It's iconic. It's iconic. It's recognizable. I don't know. And there are a ton of trails around where you can kind of d- get different views of the rocks. I've gone at sunrise. It's free. You can just go in and watch the sunrise mm-hmm. with a cup of coffee. I've gone at sunset, and you can just. Even if you don't have concert tickets, you can go and take photos. I always take visitors there. We have a great time just posing on the stairs, posing on the rocks, like, or not on the rocks, but on the <laughs> right. trail next to the rock. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of ground you can cover there. And 
also the archway when you drive in is like yes. a not so well-known Instagram spot. There's like always someone in the tunnel kind of taking photos, waiting for cars to come through and yeah, then scurrying gotta... into the tunnel and getting a photo <laughs> under the red rock arch. Yeah, so you got to wait for the traffic. Yeah, there but... are a lot of pockets over there where you can get a cool, cool peak Denver photo. I, I love that pick. And red rocks, like, I mean, people talk about the concerts it's kind of controversial lately with this big hailstorm that happened there mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. But if you don't know Red Rocks, it's it's owned by the city and it's open all the time, like you said. Mm -hmm. And that's my favorite part of it. Like I don't, I prefer to go when there are no concerts. Right, yeah. It's, you know, a little peaceful. Maybe you can catch sight of that guy running backwards up the stairs. Which is always backflips. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, he's going to start flying. <laughs> um, that might be my pick. No, I have another one. I have another one. Okay. Olivia, you, you go, you know, you go next. Wow. Well, okay, mine's less specific. I did think about Red Rocks, though, because, yeah, yeah, iconic. Um, iconic. I think, I think what I think of it, I think it's your outdoor pick. I think it's your either your ski pick, your hike pick, your climbing pick. I don't mm. know. Everybody, most people here have their little granola outlet that they do. <laughs> and so Paul's giving me kind of What do you a, mean? What's a granola outlet? Granola outlet. outlet. <laughs> Their thing they do that they have to put on special shoes for. Okay, I see. Yes, their <laughs> you know? thing, yeah. Their thing, their bike, their, you know, their thing. Mm -hmm. it, it requires special shoes almost always. So mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking for myself, it's like my skiing pick of the year. Like I get a picture of myself on top of the mountain and that's like my Denver pick. I'm like, guys, remember I live in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Like don't have to flex on them like that, but I did. <laughs> so that every year, every year I've got one of me skiing and it's like, just a reminder, I still live here. The hobby pick. I think that's what I'll what I'll dub it. Okay. That's okay. great. Whatever your hobby is, I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I promised uh, I had I had one to toss in here and um, we talked about it a little bit off mic earlier. You were at Lakeside last night, Amanda. Yes. Lakeside. Lakeside, the the amusement park that is technically in its own municipality, the northwest corner of the city. It's a hundred years old. It's got this just stunning combination of the neon signs and this like mid-century modern uh, architecture that was designed by Richard Crowther, who has a few other houses and other buildings he's designed around the city. But if you had never been to Lakeside, it's really worth a visit, even though the cyclone is closed. That's their main roller coaster this year. I still think it's worth going in there and uh, walking around and having a good time, taking some good pictures. It's, Absolutely. I, I have so many pictures I'm proud of from Lakeside. It is beautiful. Yeah. As a neon lover, I was in heaven last night walking around. It was such a cool vibe, even though, you know, some of it was burnt out. There was a lot of overgrown buildings. It definitely could use some love, but all in all, I loved it. It was yeah. entertaining just to walk around and we bought a spectator ticket. So we didn't even have to pay for the full price ticket just to walk around. They have like a $5 ticket. If you're not going to ride rides, you can just go and, and vibe out. So mm -hmm. Lakeside was great. Hmm. Well, listeners, here we are at the end. Um, I, I hope you all take this episode as an encouragement, as an invitation to go out there and tell a new story about Denver. You know, I, I'm dying for that. The novelty, the excitement of something fresh. I want to see those posts. I want you to tag us in them. We're at CityCast Denver and we'll share some of our favorites. Um, but Amanda, Olivia, there's one last thing that we have to have you to do and that is share your handles <laughs> so people can follow you. Of course. Well, my handle is the Amanda Bittner. There was a pharmacist or something in Canada who stole my name, so I had to put a the before it. Yeah. So is she a good follow too? <laughs> I don't know. 
Also follow that pharmacist. Um, um, all right, Olivia, how about you? Uh, mine is at waste of my life. Um, made that in seventh grade, which is telling you guys how young I am, but we're never changing it because emo for life. Love it. Okay. The commitment. Great. Well, Olivia, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Paul. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. John Fielder. Long before Instagram, Fielder defined the Colorado of our imagination through his 40-year career showcasing our state's natural wonders. The Denver Post reports that the famous landscape photographer passed away on August 11th at the age of 73 after a battle with pancreatic cancer. Fielder was a fierce champion of the natural spaces he photographed. He pushed for legislation that has protected 2 million acres of open space and $1.3 billion to fund conservation efforts. Fielder's passing comes just months after he donated his entire archive of Colorado photography to History Colorado, where there is currently an exhibit dedicated to his life's work. And that's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell the head of Instagram, Adam Masseri, about us. Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. sure i get more than my daily allotment of pfas oh yeah that's like i always say i'm like 98 percent microplastics <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> we're halfway to barbie <laughs>